from the Summer Skate Studios, Behind the Mask Hockey Shops present College Hockey West Weekly. Behind the Mask's College Hockey West Weekly is brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. Stop in for lunch, cater your next event, or just buy a couple of bottles of our award-winning sauces. The NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. The Tag Creative Group. Search T-G-R-A-N-R-U-D at redbubble.com and let us create a unique design for you or your business. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations around the world. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian food quickly with locations in Tempe and Pine Top. Order online at thespaghettishack.com. Liberty University, play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Summer skates, shower shoes or koozies to show your game and style at summerskates.com. And by the Caesars Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. College Hockey West Weekly from the Summer Skate Studios presented by Behind the Mask is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, to another Tuesday night, another episode, if you will, of College Hockey West Weekly, the podcast where it all started many moons ago. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Bakersfield, California, where it's cooling down, only like 105 today. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from that big, beautiful, palatial estate out on Long Island, New York. And I heard news today that there was a big LIU, LIU bus parked out front the gate with a bunch of the players wanting to take a look at the gate and the, the, and the surroundings and maybe get a glimpse of the, the owner. Any uh, truth to that, Paul? Are they in Vegas? <laughs> no, they're, they're out on, on the island. They're, they're well, looking they at your, first, they, they're looking at your to... estate. They, they all wanted to get out there and look after last night's show. They're excited. A, uh, if they want to look for the owner, the owner is in Vegas. Or maybe he's in Montana during the summer. I don't know. Yeah, I believe he is most of the time in the summer. But <laughs> he's also got a Stanley okay. Cup that he can carry around with him. <laughs> right. So they're not coming here. So, You're the tenant. I mean, You're the tenant. I'm basically the tenant. Yeah. And by the way, the road was closed today. They put sewers in. So that's oh, not. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, oh, we, we peel back the onion a lot on this show, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm still trying to. I'm, I'm a little cranky. You throw off my timing with the uh, music there at the beginning because I try to time it so I don't hear myself. What? Yeah, I don't want to hear myself in my headphones. I barely want to hear you. <laughs> Usually you don't want to hear me. Oh, I can't hear anybody's on and off here because uh, my headphones aren't working great either. But anyway, um, can, I sh can I shout out 
a, a guy that I can call a friend now today, um, Jesse from Jay's Mobile Auto Repair here in Bakersfield. Man, what what a rock star this guy is. Okay. Uh, as you know, um, been without air conditioning since Saturday morning. Right. And uh, Jesse, <laughs> he's unbelievable, man. He came well, and no, picked what me was, up. Um, hold or, on, what was the name of the Hold on a minute. Again? I drove the car to him. Jay's Mobile Auto Repair in Bakersfield, okay. 661-772-6121. I told Jesse I'd give him a shout-out. You can find him on Yelp. All you have to do is search Best Auto Repair in Bakersfield, and he pops up right at the top, and I know okay. why now. Um, he, I, I drove it down to him yesterday in the afternoon. He gave me a ride back to the hotel. Nice. He said, I'll give you a call later in the day. Called me, gave me an estimate, about $400 less than anybody else's estimate. Said, you know, we'll have it ready for you by noon tomorrow. If we run into any problems, we'll give you a call. I got no call this morning. At about 1030, he called and said, hey, um, you're up and running, ready to go. I'm going like, what? Then he said, uh, I'm going to go to lunch, but uh, I can come pick you up and bring you to your car. I'm going like, okay, let's do this. So, uh he comes and picks me up, gets me down there. I mean, a 2014 Nissan Altima is running like new. I mean, I, these guys are like magicians. I mean, I got in there and go, Jesse, the car's not started. He goes, yeah, it is. I'm like, I can't hear the engine. He goes, it's running. <laughs> that's how quiet he made this car. Either that or that's how loud the air, com uh, air conditioning compressor and, and timing belt were prior to it. But I'm serious. I could barely hear the car running. That's, that's... So uh, these guys are troopers. If you're if you're in Bakersfield and you need uh, service, look them up. Uh, they do a lot of stuff through Yelp. Thirteen thirty, twenty fifth Street, um, and and you can't miss them. I mean, uh, and unbelievable people, really good. So anytime you're out and about and and you run into really good people, I think it's worth bringing up. Jay's Mobile Auto Repair. I've never really seen that, but that's cool. Um, he does mobile work too, but he told me his mobile mechanic uh, was off on vacation this week, so nice. everything had to be done at the shop. And he was apologizing up the storm. He's going like, you know, normally I only want a car here for a day. I don't want it. And I'm going like, jeez, he took the compressor off and the timing belt and the hoses, and and you're apologizing to me because it took you half a day? Not even that? Well, and you didn't get hosed. No, no, man, unbelievable. He puts it in and he goes, hey, you got a uh, nationwide 24,000-mile warranty on the uh, compressor and the right. belt. Um, it's running great. Get on the road and go. Uh, how was the air conditioning? <laughs> I looked at the readings. He, he gave me the readings 40 degrees right. through the center vents. Uh, see, now you're, at, now you're now he's over my head. Uh, you got you had me. I was fine <laughs> until then, but now nah, that's all. Well, let me tell you. Prior to bringing it into him, we we're running it on Max Air almost all the time to keep it cold. Now didn't even turn Max Air on. Nice. Not at all nice. today. Didn't turn it on at all. That's cool. So yeah, I mean, uh, Jay's Mobile Auto, Jay's Mobile Auto Repair, Bakersfield, California. If you're ever here and you have an issue with your car. Definitely. Give them a call firsthand. They'll either come to you in their mobile unit or you can bring it to them, and uh, you're not going to waste much time. They're going to get you in and out at a really, really good price. So nice. 
Thank you to Jesse and the guys down there at Jay's Mobile Auto Repair, Bakersfield, California. Okay, I think I've given him enough plugs. Yeah, 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 we're good. That's <laughs> From cool. now on, he owes me. Well, all right. <laughs> anyway. Oh. <laughs> we're doing a late night show tonight because as you know, I was trying to catch up after all of this and talking with uh, some clients um, in regards to the American collegiate hockey top 20. We have another women's team interested in coming on and being a partner with us, Paul. Um, Lake great. superior state. Did you do anything with them today? Me? No, I don't do you. You do all the work. I don't do nothing. <laughs> you 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 threw this copy together. You told me, yeah, I don't know if it's very good. It uh, yeah, we'll, we'll send it to him, but whatever. And, and he and Matt, the the head coach at Lake Superior State, gets it. He sends it right back because I absolutely love it. This is awesome. Um, and I said, okay, well, tell me when you guys uh, make a final decision, and um, we'll get you started. So, yeah, that's going great guns. There are still thirteen spots, soon to be twelve. Um, and that would make nine on the men's side and three on the women's side, if you're keeping track. So if you're interested, give us a call, direct message me on Twitter, uh, 760-801-8060 is how you can reach me, or West at gmail.com is a good way as well. Okay, so there we go. I got all that stuff out of the way so that we can start talking. Stuff. What? What? You got all the promotion stuff. And- <laughs> And all yeah. the, the business stuff out, and we can talk hockey, I guess, now? Yeah, yeah, we can. We got three major topics today. We got schedules that we got to get right. into for Alaska, Anchorage, and yeah, Fairbanks. They're, they're, finally, those will be done after that. So, uh, this well, is your favorite part, though. I know you love the schedules. Oh, I do love the schedules. Love I, the almost, schedules. almost as much as making the predictions. And I'm even having more fun this year because I already got you to make the first prediction. I haven't made any predictions. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, Coach Powers, if you're listening, let us know if, if uh, Paul Hornsby didn't say that you needed 26 wins to uh, secure a spot in the okay. NCAA tournament. Prediction number said, one, folks. What I said was it looks like, based on the schedule, that you'll need about 26 wins. I wasn't predicting that that's how many games they would win. I wasn't (laughs) predicting how many games they would lose. I was making an (laughs) estimation and and trying to read the coach's mind and and figure out where he stood. It has nothing to do with me making a prediction. Okay, folks, if if you're listening, go ahead, jump on the the spot and let us know uh, on the chat room. Um, if you think that was a prediction or not, because I think it was. I, I know I know our guy Stephen Marsh is listening. He'll he'll chime in whether he thought that was a prediction or not, because I think it was. But anyway, well, or, you know, <laughs> if somebody can send us a, a message on Twitter, but uh, or whatever it's called now, or, you know, whoever, whatever. I don't X. Know. It's X. Is it? Well, I don't know. I don't think that's official. Well, maybe it's officially unofficial. I don't know. Yeah, I, just I, talking about Microsoft having copyrights and that'll be a fun battle but you know what the hell do i battle of the billionaire companies you know but uh yeah go back so anyway show with powers and and, yeah get well get on the uh get on the chat bar with us tonight and uh tonight get it was that close time no no damn it I keep working on it. Anyway, well, excuse me. You no, it's got to be nat. You have to be. It has to be natural. You can't okay. force it. <laughs> okay. By the way, did I ever tell you that the Mets are easily winning the World Series this year? 
I don't even uh, think it's so going to be close. It also doesn't work that way that you can't you, just, you can't say that. It just doesn't work that way. <laughs> okay, just checking. Anyway, so we're going to start off by talking uh, Fairbanks and um, Anchorage, the Alaska okay. schools. All right. Talk about their schedules. Then we're going to get into some news that came from, of all people, um, Tommy Tuberville. In the Senate, yeah, right? We'll he, he's in the Senate? Yes, or is he a congressman? He's, no, he's a senator. Okay. Uh, senator Tommy Tuberville, the former coach at Auburn. Um, yeah. And and Campy, if you're listening, you, you don't have to throw darts at him. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> uh, we're not going to get into the politics aspect of it. But... <laughs> no, I was talking about hockey. I was talking about uh, rivalries in the SEC, Georgia, yeah, Auburn, Alabama. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Okay. I just want to make sure. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, we'll talk about the NIL and some other topics. I think the healthcare thing was really one that caught me. I thought that was really important, but we'll get into that after uh, the schedules. Then we're going to wrap it up with the official roster of the Halinka Gretzky Cup team for Team USA. And I will tell you, Paul, that um, when I was looking through that, I saw a lot of these guys. I mean, a lot at the Five Nations last year at uh, Ed Robeson Arena, the home of the Colorado College Tigers. Anyway. <laughs> well, let's just... let's just. I'm trying to sure get on Chris Mayotte's good side. <laughs> let's just try and make sure you understand that as we talk about the Gretzky-Holinka Cup... Holinka gretzky is official. I don't care. Um, nothing personal against Ivan Holinka. He was a great player. Czech Republic. Just, <laughs> he's not Wayne Gretzky. Um, I just want you to know, and I'm sure I will bring this up a dozen times when we actually talk about it, but there are more players on that roster from California than there are from that other place where you're from, just so you know. Arizona? Uh, yeah, that's where you were from. Yeah, okay. There, that's true, too, by the way. That's not. Uh, uh, anyway, an let's start with Anchorage. Okay. Yeah, let's let's start with Anchorage and their uh, their schedule. And uh, you know, it's always interesting to look at at Anchorage. And my my internet's flopping all over the place here. So if I don't have it, um, you'll have it. <laughs> yeah, oh my well. goodness! I, I'm I'm just like. But, bizarrely wore out today and i am just hanging on the sea wolves the sea wolves have, uh, uh, their schedule is officially out correct on their website paul is well, it looks the like it I, I can't, last year's I think schedule I but... count. uh no I, okay I've i got... see it uh, no, I, no, uh, I just I, I think i have 30 they might Yeah. <laughs> well, I think they have 32 games listed. And um, I, I don't know if they're going to add a couple more to this or not, but, you know. Um, okay. Well, let's let's go over what they have, and then we can update it down okay. the road uh, if we decide that we, uh, we need to do that. But the Seawolves, uh, much improved is going to be my prediction. See, I'm starting off with a prediction right off the get-go. Yeah, don't worry about those. Much improved because I think um, 
their new head coach now uh, is seasoned a little bit. He he knows what it's all about now. Uh, he's got the travel down. He knows a little bit more about the teams in NCAA hockey. And we're talking about Matt Shasby. And, of course, right. um, he, he's been out and um, been around the continental U.S. about as much as any team other than maybe Fairbanks could. Right. So um, they get started. September 29th with an exhibition um, against Vancouver Island. So, Paul, break down Vancouver Island for us. How how good are they? I have no idea. (laughs) I assume there's some sort of club team. Yeah, I'm assuming there's some sort of club team. I don't know. Oh, put the quarter in the kitty right now. You said club. Um, that that's not allowed I, in this in, in this no, podcast no, no. Well, I, realm. I don't I don't know. They could be a school. They might not be. I don't know. That would make them a club if they weren't a school. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Vancouver Island is going to open up uh, a little exhibition, and then uh, October seventh and eighth, they will host UMass Lowell. Um, nice, nice work, Matt and the guys up at Anchorage for for getting to open at home with a quality opponent in UMass Lowell. Well, listen, I mean, good job uh, by Lowell to go up there. If you're going to go up there, that's the time to do it. Two more games, right? Um, Two more games by going up there? Two more games on your own schedule by going up there. And going up there the first you know, full week of October is definitely the time to go up there, as opposed to, say, the first full week of January. When you're going, right? Yeah, you're gonna hold your breath on that. Okay. <laughs> okay. So anyway, they're gonna open up UMass Lowell. Then they're gonna make a trip the very next weekend down to Lake Superior State. By the way, did I mention that we talked with Lake Superior? I talked with Lake Superior State today about their women's program. Anyway, did shout you? out to Lake Superior State. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah, Matt Parker, it, but okay. head coach. So, so Matt, um, you know. Whenever you guys are ready to join us, we're ready to pump you up, as Arnold says. Anyway, um, <laughs> then they'll come back to Anchorage. And guess who they right. get on October 20th and 21st, Paul? Uh, that would be the uh, Air Force Academy Falcons. Absolutely. The czar. Frank Serratore is bringing his guys. I wonder if they're going on an Air Force jet up there, you think? I don't know. Uh, he, he always tells us that, that depends on the schedules and the plane availability. So, Anyway, uh, they'll be going to Anchorage. Um, yep. Then they round out the month of October with a trip to Penn State. Um, your thoughts on Penn State this year? Because I've got mixed emotions about them on paper. Penn State will be what they always are until, until other, proven otherwise. Six of the seven Big Ten teams are run and gun. And then there's Notre Dame. And until proven otherwise, until I see on a regular basis otherwise, Penn State's going to be what they are. They're going to try and run and gun you like the 80s NHL without the ability to clutch and grab like they did. Um, you know, the, the Edmonton Oilers style run and gun there. Um, but that's what the Big Ten teams try to do. They try to grind you down um, or skate you into the ground. Not really grind. They're not really uh, and I'm sure that 
somebody will get cranky at me, but whatever. I don't care. Um, <laughs> hey, do people know it's it's midnight uh, for you on this podcast tonight? Uh, and listen, you really don't listen, care, don't, do you? No, I don't. I don't. Well, I've been saying the same thing at 930 Eastern time. <laughs> okay. But, okay. you know, people could be listening to this tomorrow morning or Friday morning or Sunday morning. So, you know, what time I Or five I, years I, from now. Or five years from now, yeah. I mean, the time that we're recording this for me is is almost irrelevant, unless I have to get up in the morning, which I don't. So, <laughs> just tell me that you haven't taken the Ambien yet. <laughs> no, no, not yet. I wait till after. Okay, okay, good. I feel better now. Um, anyway, so they're so going to run in October at Penn State, right? Yeah, no, that's good. Then they will open up. Uh, November 3rd and 4th, the open month of November with the Alaska Airlines Governor's Cup against their rivals at Fairbanks. They'll make the trip up to Fairbanks. Not that terribly far, but, um, you know, in Alaska, it's everything's far probably. So they'll, they'll start off that uh, Governor's Cup at Fairbanks this year, which will be interesting because Fairbanks as good as they were last year, Paul, uh, What's your thoughts on paper with them? Because they lost some quality players to the to the portal. Well, listen, they did. Um, and just like with Anchorage, I won't really make any judgments till I get to see some games. Because everybody thought that Fairbanks overachieved two years ago. And last year basically because it wasn't a chalk postseason for conference tournaments they got nipped out of being in the tournament and what and 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 as much as asu making the tournament a few years ago was a big story that might have been bigger if fairbanks had gotten in oh goodness and and we talked about it last night with uh the head coach from liu brett riley and i said um what what would it be like can you even put yourself in their shoes what it must have been like to uh watch yourself end your season pretty much in the tournament and then watch yourself slowly almost game by game period by period slip out of it Torturous. i mean that was that was just I, that was just awful wasn't it yeah that was that had to be torturous that just i mean you're I watching these imagine. games and you're going like okay if this team wins nah they're not gonna win oh they won <laughs> all of a sudden yeah, we're I, not I we're not 14 anymore we're now or 15 or whatever it yeah. was yeah goodness that that's that was gut-wrenching that's all i can say um anyway um then they will uh have robert morris the rejuvenated the returned robert morris university and derek schooley bringing his guys to anchorage on the 10th and 11th so another big home series for the sea wolves uh when you look at it umass Lowell air force and robert morris all before thanksgiving that that's great. That's that's awesome. Um, we should that should, there should be more of this. There should be more of this because that's is that not way. how you grow college hockey, Paul? No, that's how you grow the game. That's how these schools, you know, the the Alaska Fairbanks and the Anchorages of the world, they they you know they need the home games, and they need to be games that are against known quantities of, of all the different levels. Amen, brother. Amen. 
Okay, so just before Thanksgiving, um, the Seawolves will make a trip to Tempe, Arizona to take on the Arizona State Sun Devils, soon to be in the NCHC, soon to be the ninth star on the crest of NCHC yep. hockey. Sell those jerseys, Michael. <laughs> Sell the jerseys. Now, here's the thing. Are, are, are the Seawolves going to stay in the lower 48, maybe even in Arizona over Thanksgiving, uh, and then go over to Wisconsin? Are they going to go up to Wisconsin? Are they going to go home and come back? No, they're not going home. I, I would no. think this is going to trip where they're going to stay in the lower 48. Am I, well, am I good in assuming that? Why would you go back? That would be silly. Well, you're going from Tempe of- to Madison. Yeah, I, th- I, I think it would. For, for, for two days of classes? That's just ridiculous. That's and by the dumb. way, that Arizona State that Arizona State schedule is Friday night, Sunday afternoon. So now yeah, you're wonder, talking about you would have to go back home on a Sunday night or Monday to come right back to Wisconsin for Friday with Thanksgiving in between. Yeah, and that's you know that would. Be I say stay in Arizona. You know, stay there well, and enjoy sure the sun for a few days. Do. I'm sure that that's what they're going to do. I got to see something now. Um. Oh, yeah, well, look at that, Dad. It's because there's a football game on the eighth, Saturday the 18th. The next to at Arizona State. Yes. So there you go. See, so you can stay there and you can watch the college football game too. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure that they <laughs> probably will. I'm sure that they probably will. So, okay. That, I, just, um, I figured so that's, that's why they were going to in there. Yeah, and that's how they're going to close out. Uh, the Seawolves will close out November. December, the second round of the Alaska Airlines Governor's Cup resumes with Fairbanks coming to Anchorage right? Friday and Saturday, December 1st and 2nd. The 8th and the 9th, the Seawolves will again jet across the country, and I mean across the country, to yep. take on UMass. Uh, yeah, I mean, once again, big test for the Seawolves. Um, a test of a different sort for UMass um, as they get ready to go into their conference play or if they've well, they probably already started hockey's play at that point. Um, you know, those games in between conference matchups are always tough uh, for, especially against a team you don't play very often, uh, even if it is at home. And I'm sure that... Uh, Greg Carville will be like, hey, guys, don't take these guys lightly. Don't do it. Don't do it. But we'll see. Okay, so that rounds out December, believe it or not. December 9th will be their last game before they play again, unless they add something in between, which is entirely possible at this point in the year. Um, But if they don't, they'll resume at Fairbanks in uh, a single game, game five of the Alaska Airlines Governor's Cup. And then... They're going to get back on that jet again, and they're going to fly from Anchorage all the way back out to Providence for the 19th and 20th to play uh, the Friars. Right. Well, there's a month between those trips, so it's not like they're playing uh, on the East Coast, going home, and then going back. So it's not quite the same. So, And as our, uh, our guest last night, Brett Riley, told us, the independents have to take care of the independents, especially in the second half of the season. Yep. So here we go, baby. Here comes the schedule. 
after they get back from Providence, this February 3rd, they will play another game against Fairbanks. And then they will host LIU for uh, games on the 10th and the 11th. Then they get on that jet again. They go to St. Louis, Missouri to take on the Lindenwood Lions. So there's um, one, two, three, four, five independents. Then they will uh, go up from Lindenwood, I assume staying in the floor 48 again yeah, and traveling up to Augustana. Yeah, it's all in one week. Right. Days. You're not you're not doing that's just crazy. That's that's that would be uh, I'd be questioning some sanity if, if they were going back. <laughs> anyway, so they'll close out February against the Augustana Vikings. Go Augie go. <laughs> There's just no limit to your pom poms. No. Not at all. Love those love those Augustana Vikings. Anyway, and the newest Probably, well, one of the three newest teams in our NCAA coverage area. So, go Augies. Anyway, um, March, they will get two weekends of hockey in March. They will host Stonehill, and they will host Arizona State. Arizona State will finish their season, if I'm not mistaken, Paul, on the 8th and 9th of March in Anchorage, Alaska. Is that correct? I believe that is correct. I can't imagine playing later than that unless you're playing in the NCAA tournament. So, uh, Yeah. And uh, how many correct. wins do the Arizona State Sun Devils need in your prediction to uh, get I to the tournament? I didn't make any prediction. <laughs> okay, in your estimation, how many would they need to get into the tournament? Well, um, the coach figures it'd be about 25 or 26 wins. So. Okay, I'm cool with that. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, move over in Alaska about 350, 60 miles, whatever it is, uh, up to Fairbanks, and let's check out their schedule. So as we look at that, Paul, your thoughts on the start um, for the uh, Nanooks? All right, well, first of all, just one last thing about Anchorage. They have no real long road trips this year. They're out. They they play a couple of extended. You mean they've got a yeah. lot of travel, but a lot extended, of travel. Yeah, but there's not like a three week or four week road trip. Uh, they have a couple of road trips where they play four games apiece in eight days or nine days, and and then they get to go home for a while. So you know, good for them. So yeah, absolutely. Okay, so. Uh, we jump on over to that, that roster in Fairbanks. And again, how many times can we talk about this, how close they were to, uh, to actually getting into the NCAA tournament? What a story it would be. Um, they will open pretty unique. 22nd, 23rd, they play their blue gold, gold scrimmage back-to-back, kind of get them set up. Then they get the uh, Vancouver Island University. Yeah, well, what do you know it, about like, Vancouver like, Island? <laughs> well, it is a now that I have seen that it is affiliated with a school, you can say non varsity program. Oh, okay, better. I hate to well, keep I, finding I it for know, that club so. word. I know, but the flat club word, nah, that's a no no. No no no. We're not talking. Once again <laughs> I made no comment because I didn't know. Okay. Okay, so they'll play Vancouver Island on September 30th. So Vancouver Island University will play in Anchorage on the 29th, the Friday night, 
And in Fairbanks on the 30th, as a lot of teams would do if they went up there. Um, okay. Season kicks off for real, Paul. Guess who they get? October 7th and 8th. Uh, at, uh, yeah, Saturday and Sunday, 7th and 8th. They get the right. University of Denver. At home. At Carlson Center. How nice yeah, I mean, is that for them to get that opportunity? That To me, Paul, that's the reward for just missing the NCAA tournament. Now you have a chance to play the big dogs right off the get-go Well, in your barn. There's that, and, you know, I will also say that, uh, I, I, you know, I don't think anybody will take them lightly this year. But, you know, um, you know they're they're you know having just missed the tournament last year, so. And and let's do a shout out again to David Carl for for doing that because that that's a expensive trip, and um, you know when you're at the University of Denver you generally don't need to do that, but David being an Alaska guy and and wanting to help out programs, um, you know going to go up there and play to open the season uh, in Fairbanks, so. Okay, they'll move on. The next weekend, they're going to make that trip down to play Michigan Tech University in Houghton, Michigan. Paul, it's only October, but you thinking Houghton's okay to go to in October? Um, yeah, I would say that that's probably okay at that point. Um, <laughs> as long as it's not know. October 31st, because every Halloween it'll snow. Really? Promise you. Really? Yeah. There's this big okay. lake that has lake effect right. snow, and that usually right. gets cold enough, and the, the fronts usually come through late October where you can get really? some snow. Yep, really. Anyway. Yeah, I, you would know better than I would. <laughs> I try to avoid that, but, you know, what do I know? <laughs> then they, again, this time, Fairbanks will probably stay in the lower 48 as they travel over to play St. Cloud State, and that will not be an easy trip. So, Let's talk about the six. Okay. Denver, Denver, Tech, Tech, St. Cloud, St. Cloud. That's a pretty brutal six-game stretch. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, if they're not careful, you know, uh, and I don't want to see it happen, you know, that would be awful. But, you know, that could very easily be an 0-6 start. Not because they would be a bit, not because they're a bad team, but simply because of the, the, the quality of the schedule. I mean, um, it's kind of deja vu of what I told you about Arizona State's schedule last year. When you open the season at Duluth and at Bemidji State, um, there's a possibility that you could put yourself by the eight ball right off the get go. That is that is a murderer's row of a schedule to, to start a season. That is, you know, that is a uh, that that is it. You're not you be hard pressed to find a tougher six games to start a season. Even uh, even North Dakotas. Well, maybe there's, but I mean, holy smokes, um, North Dakota, you know, and this is not a knock on them, 
obviously. Um, you're going to sit there and and basically, you know, while North Dakota's schedule is very difficult, um, where do you think that those three teams that Fairbanks is starting with, uh, Denver, MIT, and St. Cloud, would be um, ranked, so to speak, uh, compared to where uh, Fairbanks is going to start the season? And where would you think uh, that the green and white team, Eddie Christian, Sue, um, or we could say Rick Zombo, Sue, too, um, will be compared to their opening uh, slate of eight games with the other maroon and gold team, Minnesota State, BU, and Duluth. Just, I'm just saying the, the, the level, at least at the beginning, the expectations is far greater between Fairbanks and their six games than North Dakota and their eight games. So, okay. So, uh, and I'm not, not, they returned and, from St. Cloud. All right. Go ahead. I'm just saying they, they return. And the first weekend in November, we've already talked about, they get the governor's cup, the Alaska airlines governor's cup started against, uh, their rivals from Anchorage. And that will be, um, in Fairbanks, as we said earlier, then they travel again, uh, and this is kind of like a broken record, but they're back on a flight, too, all the way to Stonehill. How far is it to Stonehill? Northeastern uh, Massachusetts, Paul. How far is, is Is that way up there in Massachusetts, or where is it? Uh, Paul? Is he on mute? <laughs> I don't know where he went. I? I didn't realize I was on you. Sorry. I think he's muted. Yeah, sorry about that. I didn't realize that. No, what the heck? Beginner. Yeah, Beginner. What? What the uh, heck? You're probably distracted is... by the tour bus again from Long Island. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what that is true. Um, I have to shoo <laughs> them away all the time. Um, southwestern Massachusetts, northeastern Massachusetts. What difference does it make? Well, this is northeastern. Not northeastern, northeastern. Where is that at? I have no Bridgewater idea. Rice Ram. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. I'd have to ask Jeff Walker. <laughs> okay. Okay. Who, by Jeff the way, considered Jeff going there when he was a player. Yeah, tell I us where it him. is, Jeff. I can send him a text message. <laughs> anyway, uh, they will then uh, take on northern Michigan. I'm guessing against staying in the lower 48, you think? Yeah, why are you going back? That would be stupid. <laughs> there's a lot of stupidity if they do stuff. So they'll go to Marquette, Michigan. Now, I can tell you November 17th and 18th, Marquette, Michigan might have a few inches of snow, maybe even a couple of feet of snow. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that's neither here nor there. The guys from Fairbanks can handle it, no matter what it is. Well, then, better than me. <laughs> then they'll get a Thanksgiving holiday. And they will uh, start December with their rivals at Anchorage again. This time they'll be in Anchorage uh, at the Seawall. 
Or, you know what? I'm sorry. Augustana's going to them. I had that yeah, wrong. My bad. Well, so Augustana will be coming to them in mid-December. <laughs> I can't tell the difference between VS and AT. <laughs> no. Well, we know that. So. <laughs> anyway, so they'll uh, they'll complete that. Then they will, uh, and this is what I think is really exciting for Fairbanks. They're going to play in the Great Lakes Invitational over the Christmas holiday. Um, and they'll take on Michigan Tech to kick things off in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, does that say you're beginning to become big time when you're invited to a big big time holiday tournament? Well, good for good for whoever runs the Great Lakes for for inviting uh, uh, Fairbanks to this tournament. Um, you know, uh, the other two teams will be Ferris State and Michigan State. Um, It'll make a nice little best two out of three uh, against Michigan Tech for the season. Um, but good for the Great Lakes people for inviting uh, Fairbanks to this thing. Um, we know what happened in the past. and Something happened? Um, I think so. I could be wrong. Okay. Okay. So it's not all Michigan teams anymore in the Great Lakes is what you're saying. No, which is, which, like I said, it's just, I like the idea that they did this good for them. Good idea. Um, I want to, you know, obviously we would have to, we'll have to wait to see if they do it, um, on a regular basis, but at least for this year, they did it and good for those people. And, 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 and good job and 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 it'll be something that uh, be very interesting to watch as 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 you know the christmas break goes on so all right so let's get to the new year 2024 arrives and the fairbanks nanooks will travel to ralph Engelstad arena the ralph the 5th and 6th of January to take on the Fighting Hawks, who, by the way, might have an all-star roster on paper. Okay, not yeah. might. They do. They do. on pay they Is that fair? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. No that way. will be a test. Oh, not that sure. the rest of their schedule has not already been a test, this but is, that will be a test. Is, yeah, this is, this is tough <laughs> Yeah. Then they will uh, return home and get a, a single game against their rivals from Anchorage. As part of the Alaska Airlines Governor's Cup. Then um, in late January, they're going to make a trip to see Paul Hornstein. Maybe. Out in Brooklyn, New York. It's not Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm sorry. I knew that would get you. They got to fix it on their schedule. Yeah, they do. <laughs> anyway, they will play LIU and Brett Riley's squad. And you know what? If if things work out, maybe they can take their bus right past your estate again. No, and first then of all, I'm LIU, LIU and Fairbanks can both get a look at your estate. First of all, I'm f much further east than, than Brooklyn. LIU's campus. Well, yes, definitely much <laughs> further east than Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> much further east than LIU's campus. Much further east than the Northwell Health Center. Um, yeah, much further. Much is relevant. If you've got a bus, you know, you get on the bus, you get on the distress way, as you like to call it, yeah. and you uh, you head out and you uh, stop by and, you know, maybe maybe Paul will come out and 
shake some hands, take some pictures? No? No. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I just throw that out there because I like to. Anyway, uh, so that'll be a trip to LIU. They will then return back to Alaska where they will take on um, their rivals again from Anchorage. So the Governor's Cup, um, that'll be game six, I believe, Is it? in I the Cup. And, and that will be at Anchorage. Right. Then they will board another jet, and this time they'll come and warm up because they're on their way to Arizona State to play your Arizona State Sun Devils. Works up, baby. <laughs> and by the way, Sun Devils will be really getting loaded and well, locked and loaded uh, for the NCHC by then. That's February, and they will definitely see what's ahead of them. I'm sure. Okay, so then they return. Valentine's Day, they get a nice, uh, no, I'm sorry, a little couple days after Valentine's Day, they will uh, host LIU um, in Alaska. We got to Brett Riley that trip. He loves it, even though it's yeah, a ton of miles. He doesn't mind. And uh, his guys are excited to go up there and play Fairbanks. Yeah, going to go up there for your birthday. Okay. Thank you for reminding me. Um, anyway. <laughs> and then uh, they, will, they will then host Arizona State right. again. Right. Um, and, boy, this has become a rivalry, Paul, especially after last season, hasn't it? Well, you would think. I don't, I don't know how much it will get to continue. I'm, I'm kind of sure it will for the most part uh, after this season uh, because, you know, the coach is going to always want those extra games. So, Yeah, but, absolutely. Yeah. And then, um, and then to, to kick off March, they will travel to Augustana and get to see Midco Arena for the first time. Yeah, very and nice. And I think – I think that'll be a. I think this is a nice way for them to end the year uh, at Augustana and hosting Stonehill. But goodness gracious, don't you think, Paul? After that Arizona State series on February twenty fourth, that once again their uh, NCAA tournament hopes are going to be pretty much well, set one way or the other. Yeah, one way or the other. Yeah. Because nothing against those Augustana and Stonehill, but they're not going to really be able to help themselves much by winning those two series. No. The only thing they could do is hurt themselves. Right. And we know what happened when they won out anyway and were hurt by other teams. Yep. So I'm guessing that uh, the guys from from um, Fairbanks would like to be pretty solidly in the tournament on February 24th. Is that fair assumption? I'm sure that they're hoping for that. So. Okay, so that's the way everything breaks down for the Alaska schools. We're looking forward to seeing them. Paul's looking forward to being up there sometime in December, January, something like that. Hold your breath. Uh, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll line up the dog sled and a little, maybe a little ice fishing, maybe some snowshoeing. No? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Take a <laughs> Okay. You just think about that from now until December. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's take a quick break. Let's come back because we got to talk about this big news um, from Congress regarding NCAA sports. All right. We'll be right back in just a couple of minutes. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. 
point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel banks it towards the goal. He scores. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. He scores. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Oh my goodness gracious me. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack has three locations at 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, the ASU location at 922 East Apache Road, and 952 West White Mountain Road in Pine Top. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. From the nation's best college hockey conference. Access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for the next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. Coming to you from the Summer Skate Studios, ITHSW Podcast presents College Hockey West Weekly. Indeed it is. College Hockey West Weekly. Love that voice, by the way. Great to have back. Scott Strandy with you tonight in Bakersfield, California. Um, Paul Hornstein, my longtime co-host, um, at the estate out on Long Island, New York, getting prepared because there could be a few teams that, that want to take the tour 
at least go by the outside gates. You don't get inside. I mean, that just doesn't happen, but you can go by the gates. Maybe Paul will wave at you or something like that. But anyway. Um. <laughs> what a state. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> nobody wants to see me. They just want to drive by the estate on Long Island because they've heard so many things about it. I don't know where, but uh, so many people yeah, have uh, have talked about the estate. So anyway, um, Paul, what happened today in Congress that had something to do with NCAA hockey? Well, there were actually uh, a couple of bills that were seem introduced um, in the last few days, apparently in the Senate. Uh, one bill by Senators uh, Manchin of West Virginia and Tuberville of Alabama, um, and another one by uh, Senator Cory Booker um, and uh, Senator Richard Blumenthal of Connecticut, Cory Booker of New Jersey, and Jerry Moran of Kansas. Um, there's, you know, there's, there's, there's some things going around, um, and Congress is trying to take care of what the NCA refused to do and basically went to Congress and begged them to do it because they didn't want to. Um, but basically, um, the bills that are being thrown around and, and the one by Manchin in Tuberville was actually introduced. Um, it has to do with NIL and other sports issues in college, in, in college athletics, uh, including NIL, uh, health care coverage, um, and, and the transfer portal. Yeah, those last um, two, Paul. I mean, I get NIL, and I think tracking it is a really good idea, but uh, the health care and the portal – both you and I have talked about the portal, I, and I have a, <clears throat> I don't know your personal thoughts on the healthcare part of it, but boy, oh boy, these guys put themselves on the line all the time. And if well, you're one of those guys that, that walks away from college hockey and uh, has long-term injuries, um, at least that's a start. Well, here, here, here it is. I mean, uh, this is from The Athletic where I saw the information, so I don't want uh, the, the writer was uh, Nicole Arbach. I don't want to, you know, not, t I don't want to make it look like I did this research. So it just came across my feed. Um, it uh, says that uh, it would, and, and once again, we're getting into the weeds here, but uh, revenue sharing would be, quote, illegal. Uh, the NCAA, if they choose to, could uh, nix certain deals. For example, those with gambling companies or alcohol. Um, it would enforce rules now with the support of the Federal Trade Commission, uh, which now has to have registration, which would have registration of agents and collectives and a public NIL deal registry. Um, collectives and boosters, according to this, would have to be specifically uh, affiliated with schools. They couldn't like be, I assume it just can't be some generic thing where they could just make individual decisions. Um, it says the health insurance part of it would guarantee health insurance for sports related injuries for uninsured students for eight years. 
following a four-year grad, graduating from a four-year institution. Um, and they're talking about doing that from the school or creating some kind of trust fund from money generated by the NCAA basketball tournaments um, and the college football playoff and whatever else that they would generate money from. Um, they're talking about 1% of that money. Um, Do they make any money in those two things, though, really, Paul? Or? Eh, maybe. <laughs> okay. Just checking. All right. Um, and it would definitely, rest- at least that bill, would definitely restrict the transfer portal, uh, saying that athletes would first have to complete their first three years of academic eligibility before being able to transfer and play right away. There are exceptions for death in the family or a coach leaving or a head coach leaving. So, yeah, I like that. I do. I like that a lot. Um, uh, it's, uh, I, 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 listen, we, we knew that at some point the portal thing has to kind of balance itself out. Um, guys going to, I do kind of, I, I do kind of don't have a problem with somebody graduating and being at a school, for example, that doesn't have a graduate program, being able to play a fifth year somewhere else. I'm sure that all of these details will kind of be negotiated and worked out, but, um, you know, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, the other, at least, I don't want to say rumored, but they've kind of circulated rough drafts, uh, also include kind of that medical trust fund. Um, they also include, uh, a little less restriction on transfer portal, um, saying that the their idea is to not have players transfer in season or within 60 days of the start of the season. So if the season started on October 1st, you can't transfer after August 1st. Yeah, all that makes sense. I mean, uh, they got to do something to rein this in. Um, it would also allow kids to go back to school if they don't get drafted. So there's a lot of things here. Yeah. In in these bills. Yep. Now I will say this. Okay, so no, hold on. Just so let me ask you this. Let me right, ask you on. this. Just one, just one note here. We all know that uh, Tommy Tuberville was a coach at Auburn, so he. This kind of is in his wheelhouse, so to speak. Um, And so was Corey Booker. Except Tuberville was a coach. Booker was a player at Stanford football. So I just wanted to make those points. Okay, so so here's what most people will want to know. Um, it's, It's being discussed as a proposed bill in Congress, but... When does some real action happen, Paul? How long is this going to be? Is this is this one of those things that's going to drag out for years, or is it going to get some sort so. of resolution somewhat quickly? I don't think it'll drag out for years. Um, for a lot of different reasons, I think that one, uh, the NCAA is begging for Congress to do something about it. And two, I think 
that they realized that this is not good for fans, so to speak. Because if you, in my group, in 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 my alumni group chats and things, you know, one of the things that get the biggest reaction is people leaving. Uh, and transferring out so much, he goes, we don't want to be fans of professional sports. We have professional sports teams that we root for. The difference, you know, with the, you know, there's a different expectation level when you root for a college team. You expect those guys to be there for two or three years and then leave. But, you know, I mean, this is, you know, this is, like I said, it's a different mindset with college sports fans, and I think people realize that uh, they don't want to destroy the golden goose there either. Yep, totally so, get it. And that's stuff that we can talk about and we'll talk about as uh, more. Yeah. as things progress. Right. Uh, we I'd just like wanted to get it out there tonight right. just to let people know that um, there are things happening, and we think they're good things for the most yeah. part. Um Okay, so we don't have much time left, so let's nope. quickly take a quick look at the roster was announced for the uh, Team USA under-18 um, Halinka 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 Gretzky Cup. Halinka Gretzky Cup. Gretzky Halinka Cup. Jesus. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, so I think Boston University might turn out to be a pretty good program. Uh, down the road, Paul. What do you think? Oh, they might be okay. They have a few guys in this team. <laughs> you know. uh, uh, and uh, I think my Bulldogs had a couple. And um, how yeah. about the University of Denver? David Carl and his coaching staff over there picked up a couple of big-time defensemen. Big defensemen. Um, yeah, you mean, think that... of Denver as scoring a lot of goals, but, boy, these two young defensemen are pretty good. They're pretty good. Yeah, no, they're, they'll, you know, this is uh... – you know, these guys will be in the world. A lot of these guys will be in the world juniors next year. Not the one coming up in December, but the one after. So um, if you're trying to get a whole, you know, and, and good for the NHL network to put these games on. Uh, are okay. you paying attention, Major League Baseball? Yeah. <laughs> Can I give you a couple of names that I saw personally that you may want to uh, watch for on the offensive side? I'll give you some numbers and names. Uh, let's okay. start with number 19, Aiden Park. Player, okay. announcing it right now, player from Shattuck St. Mary's going to the University of Michigan. He is a stud. Um, Max Swanson, playing with Fargo Forest, going to the University right. of North Dakota. Right. Um, kind of diminutive, 5'7", 157. But uh, number 24, can play some offensive hockey from Anchorage, Alaska, by the way. Right. Um, then I want to throw out Will Zellers. I love this kid. I asked right. him uh, last year, I said, uh, do I call you Will or William? He goes, you call me Will. The only one that calls me William is my mother when I get in trouble. Well, that's <laughs> not nice. I, I get that. <laughs> so number 23, Will Zellers, another Shattuck St. Mary's uh, player from Maple Grove, Minnesota, headed to Boston U. Headed to Boston U. Yep. And – I need to throw out one here from the Long Island. By the way, uh, hold on, Long that, Island Gulls. That's, that's three. 
players from from Minnesota. Not, I'm not talking from about Shattuck. From no, Shattuck. Three, three players that are from Minnesota. No. That's their hometown. Adam Kleiber is also from. Right. Or Kleiber, I'm sorry. Adam Kleiber from Chaska. Yeah, right. But I just letting you know that there are one. There's one. Two, Caleb Heal, the goaltender from three, Victoria. Four. Five players on this team from California. So, so much for your quote unquote state of hockey. <laughs> Uh, by one player. <laughs> no, no, no. Em, no, 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 em, no. Five from California. Four three. from Minnesota. No, three. Count them. Start with Ryan the goaltender. Caleb Heal. Zellers. Uh, Heal. Kleber. Yep. And Heal. And there's one more. Oh no, I'm counting the I'm counting the guys from uh, from Shattuck. But anyway, yeah. if you're if you're from California and you play at Shattuck, you're from Minnesota. No. <laughs> I see a couple of Long Island Gulls. Tell us about Long Island Gulls. Where are they? What do they do? Uh, do I need to call Dave Starman to find out? Well, Starman would probably know better because that's Nassau County. That's where he is. The Gulls are one okay. of the longtime programs. Um, we used to play against them when I coached the Edge. Um, well... They didn't really want to play us because we were much better than they were, but we're not even going to get into that. <laughs> no, the show's, show's yeah, already six minutes late. There were a lot of teams that didn't want to play us, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> well, so much, so, so much um, modesty in that. It's fact. That's the okay. way it was. Anyway, keep it out for Will Zellers, Max Swanson, Aiden Park, just a few. Um, Really solid, solid hockey players. And all but how many, Paul? Is it, is it three three plus the three goaltenders uh, are not committed to colleges, which tells right. you that uh, it's getting younger and younger when these guys are starting to commit. Well, and, yeah, they uh, kind of changed those rules a little bit now, too. You have to wait until you're a, a, junior, a junior before you can officially commit. I mean, you could verbally commit. Uh, quietly, but you can't really. Uh, you have to wait till a certain point before you can announce it. I guess something along those lines. So. Yeah, well, trust me. At the Five Nations tournament, they're already talking about where they of want to they go are. and who they're. Uh, I'm, so I'm sure I mean, that Dana yeah. Borges is talking to them all. <laughs> Trying to sway a little bit, or. Uh, why? It, you'd be dumb if you didn't. <laughs> anyway, uh, you are correct. There are a, a number of players from uh, California that are making their mark. Um, there are a number of players from uh, Massachusetts and uh, Illinois and New York, and then some from uh, one from Colorado and one from Ohio and uh, Maryland New and, and New yeah. Jersey. I just go down the down Illinois. A couple from okay. Illinois. Three. You look Actually, at as it many, as many from Illinois as the quote unquote state of hockey. That's, that's, oh, that's, I'm just saying. Oh man, zingers, zingers yeah. being tossed around. That's what I do. Uh, and we'll we'll end it on this. Of course, the coaching staff we are very familiar with, and um, head coach Luke Strand, the the new head coach at uh, Minnesota State, Carl Gehring, uh, for of course from uh, 
University of North Dakota, Jimmy Mullen, um, Philadelphia, PA, Paul. Are you going to be able to handle Jimmy? Anyway, <laughs> Nick Oliver and, and Chad Kalarik, um, uh, all rounding out a really good staff. So best of luck to them. As I told you earlier when we talked about this, look no further than the player personnel when this team hits the ice. Tony Gasparini, Troy Ward, two of the very best at spotting talent anywhere in the world, not just in uh, the USA. Okay, I've got nothing more for tonight. Uh, start right. to crank up the guest list starting Sunday night. So uh, take it away, from my the, friend. From the Summer Skate Studios, Behind the Mask, College Hockey West Weekly is brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. The best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Go to jessieraysbarbecue.com to order lunch, cater an event, or pick up a few bottles of our award-winning sauces. Behind the Mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or behindthemask.com. By the NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. The Tag Creative Group. Search T. Grand Rudd on redbubble.com and have us create that unique design for your business or gift-giving needs. The Spaghetti Shack. Classic Italian comfort food quickly in three locations. In Tempe and Pine Top at thespaghettishack.com. Caesars Entertainment Resort and Casinos Worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. FedEx, the official package delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. Liberty University, hockey education and faith with equal passion at liberty.edu. And College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. College Hockey West Weekly presented by Behind the Mask and all of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app. Help others find the show by subscribing, rating, and reviewing ITHSW Podcasts, that's all one word, ITHSW Podcasts, all one word, on your favorite podcast platform. Behind the Mask, College Hockey West Weekly, and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. And proud to say we are 40,000 plus strong in downloads, so um, congratulations to everybody that works on our staff to, to do that. Um, great stuff. Only going to get bigger and better as we continue to grow. July 29th, Saturday night, things kick off for the uh, Holinka Gretzky Cup. Paul Hornstein will be locked in on NHL Network starting on uh, Monday, July 31st. And uh, he won't be able to even talk probably by the end of the week. No, probably not. Who knows? <laughs> You'll have hockey on the brain. Anyway, Always. we'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro. Ask you to tune in tomorrow night. Very special show. Uh, a new partner and a new team. We're going to talk about the Maryville Saints women's hockey team with their head coach, Tommy Lang, tomorrow night. Stephen Marsh and myself will join you at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. That's uh, what time, Paul, on the East Coast? That would be 9.30. 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. So if you only know Pacific time, 6.30 p.m. As, you know, most people do know Pacific. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we'll say goodnight and uh, tell you to tune in, of course, also on Thursday for the Pro Hockey West Report. Paul and I will be back Sunday night with College Hockey West Live. Good night, everybody. Good night.